so I guess we'll start things off. Welcome to the YTG podcast. This is our first episode, so we're going to be doing a little bit of an introduction um, into who we are and what we do and what the podcast is about. Um, so I'll hand it over to Sean. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what we're doing here? Yes. Well, uh, for those that don't know, my name is Sean Baker. Uh, I've been in this industry quite a long time now, I guess. Um, uh, I uh, got into it by, I suppose, not accident, but um, it was just a, a, a time in my life I wanted to change uh, my course. I'd uh, I'd been in restaurants. Uh, I was doing uh, uni. I was doing law, deferred. Uh, got you into did a law degree. Yeah, I was doing. I was doing my law. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and then uh, I deferred. Never went back. I was a deacon to co- go across to Monash, but I got into restaurants, family business. Did that for a couple of years. Um, and uh, then, yeah, got out of that and wanted to get into cars. It was funny the way I got into cars. I was lucky looking at buying a car from a place and the salesman came out and saw me and I was in my smelly uh, Indian restaurant uniform at the time and it was quite funny. And, uh, yeah, the guy was a dickhead and just a waste of time and looked at me like an, like a smelly rat and it was quite funny looking at it. And I'll never forget that. Um, and I remember how I felt when he brought the car out and I said, well, yeah, that wasn't good. Anyways, that burnt in my head. So funny enough, I actually went back uh, to the place where that guy worked. Funny enough, when I went for a job there and uh, yeah, the rest is history actually. And so that's how I got into cars in a way. Um, so I actually started with uh, Lorbeck. So I, oh yeah. So I actually walked into uh, Lorbeck's office. This is when Shrek was in Fairfield. And, what uh, year, roughly, do you reckon? Oh, far out. Fuck, this was... 90s, uh, early 2000s? Yeah, late, late 90s. Yeah, probably 90... Yeah, it was about 90... 97, 98, more well, about... Yeah, about 96, 97 it was, because I... So I, I was born 96, fuck so... Off. That's... <laughs> anyways. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, so then we started. So I actually walked in there, uh, and I remember Shrekker coming out, and, you know, his wheel spinning, as he does, and... Uh, I spoke to him and I said, look, uh, I'm looking for a job. And he said, no, I've got no jobs. And I was pretty persistent. And uh, cut long so short, I said, mate, I'll work for free. And he was a bit taken back. And uh, so I worked for free, obviously commission only. Um, and he'd never had that. And I'd been there for, a, ended up being there for a number of years, ended up running the joint. Uh, and then, yeah, so in fairness, Shreko did give me a start, but I did work for free, so I'm sure you would have taken me anyways. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, I kicked ass and did my thing. And then from there, I just went to various places. I was poached and went and then, yeah, I look back at my career and I'm, I'm pretty blessed that I worked for some pretty amazing places. Um, you know, one thing I can hold is I've, I've never done a resume in my life and I never got the sack. So yeah, that's awesome. I quit um, or uh, I moved on to other things. So uh, from there, um, I ran, I went and ran uh, Alfa Romeo uh, for Robert Lane. Um, back in the day with Prestige, you know, we, we, we kicked ass with we the number one Alfa Romeo dealer for, for, for many years. Uh, we, we did an amazing thing. And then from there, uh, I was poached by the Demillion Brothers uh, to go to Sydney. I worked directly for Robert and then I worked directly for Rick. Uh, God rest his soul. He was an absolute brilliant man. I'm very blessed that I worked for both of those two gentlemen. They were amazing operators. And uh, yeah, I was very blessed to work for both of them. And I was very grateful for the opportunity they gave me. Uh, during that time, uh, Neville Crichton called me and uh, I worked for Neville twice running Ferrari. Um, first time when they were in William Street and then the second time when they were in Waterloo. 
that was during my tenure at Demillions. Um, you know, Rick did my head in once, so I left. <laughs> then I went to Ferrari. Uh, that was no, that was that was a bit of a joke. Uh, so I left, came back to Demillions, um, and then towards the end, uh, when Neville built the new place, uh, Angelo ran one floor, I ran the other floor, and then I went back there. Um, yeah, look, Ferrari. Most people don't really understand it, but. You know, the brand's pretty arrogant, but I respect that. Yeah, so you've worked for a Ferrari dealer. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. The whole snooty Ferrari dealer, you know, you walk in and you just feel judged. Yeah, so which is wrong, and I'm not like that. We're dandy boys, mate. So for us, um, you know, I, I, I love the brand, and I guess everyone in the motor industry aspires, like any industry, to go to the top of the chain, I guess. And some people think, have this misconception, it's Ferrari or McLaren or Lamborghini, and I'm... I've been privileged to be involved with Ferrari, um, the factory dealership, and uh, I've always had a long standing with Ferrari, whether it be through dealerships or you know, we carry heaps of Ferraris here. Um, but yeah, the I suppose that you will buy a car off us as we determine it to be, and you will pay what we tell you to be, and you will pay and pick it up when we tell you to pick it up, and if you don't, there's five blokes behind you. Um, yeah. You know that that to me I struggled a bit with, and you know people love that, and I. I, I, I don't like that elitist sort of thing, but I respect that's the brand and, and, and I respect that people like that. I wasn't a big fan of that because I, I really p- love that personal connection mm. and I've been blessed that I've had clients 20 plus years because you know, I've done the right thing by everyone and for me, it's, it's, I want it to be a good experience and you know again, like I said, I've witnessed it firsthand. It's not my sort of thing and I get it, um, but yeah, that's why I guess we've created this environment. It's a very relaxed club style environment that's conducive to doing good business on special collectible cars but you know with with clients that don't need all that bs they just want it raw and real and that's what we're about if you want a new ferrari i'll get it for you no stress at all or if you want a new lambo or something i'll get it for you no problems at all but generally you can see we carry more classic stuff but yeah ferrari was very interesting again i'm very privileged and blessed that naval gave me the opportunity um i worked hard we did a very very good job um built a great team environment um but like i said it was just get a little bit tiring after a while yeah yeah that's what it was really so yeah, yeah. and then was it on to dutton yeah then i was doing a bit of work with mccarrolls doing a little bit of contract work for mccarrolls which is before they took over uh, uh neville's empire um and they were a fantastic company they're great great family business both simon and phil lovely guys very very grateful for um uh, allowing me to be a part of their group. I was sort of intermediate. I was doing a bit of stuff. Uh, first time ever uh, they asked me to go and look after Toyota, which I was like, fuck, okay. Um, and they said, well, could you do that? And I went, and I wanted to do it for myself. So I went, okay, I'll do this. So I went and looked after their pre-owned Toyota department. It's a bit left field from Ferrari to well, Toyota. <laughs> but that's me, you know what I mean? I, I, I wanted to more prove it. I just didn't want to have all these, you know, so-called brands in my yeah. thing. So I wanted, it's no different than when I finished up at Dutton's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm sure out there, a lot of people thought, well, you know, he's only good for Dutton's and what will he do? Well, fuck you, I've done it. So for yeah. me, I've, I've, I've proven what I can do. Um, and, and, and it's one of those things that it's all about relationships with this style of car. And, and, and as I said, I'm blessed that some of these cars have come back to me two and three times. Um, so if I do business with someone, I plan on doing business with them for the rest of their life. So there's nothing I can't get. And we've built this business that way. So for me, yeah, as I said, it was, it was, it was something that I'm grateful that I, I 
experience that side of things because for me it just molded into me into what YTG or Young Timers Garage has has, has ended up being. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I've taken all the good things that I can and left the bad things, I guess, um, and, and, and just to create a unique space here. So for me, uh, after the McCarroll's thing, um, I had an opportunity maybe to do something with Lamborghini in, in Sydney, but I had enough of Sydney. Uh, I went there for a year and ended up being almost 12 years. Um, and then I was looking at coming back. I was talking to a couple of dealer groups here about coming back to Melbourne, as I was born and bred here. And then for me, I said, well, I wanted to do something different. You know, I didn't want to go back and do Ferrari or Lambo and that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, I was talking with Gavin and George, who, you know, had a great relationship yeah. with Gavin and George. Um, I used to do a lot of business with them in Sydney. And then they were doing something very special. And then I had the opportunity when they told me about it and I came back and then basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, they said, we're going to do something special. We'd like you to look after it. And again, I'm very grateful for the opportunity that both Gavin and George gave me. I'll always be grateful because really that was, we built something very, very special and I felt very blessed and privileged to be a part of that. And we built that from the ground up. You know, I remember the nights when Gavin, George and myself were sitting in an empty building at one o'clock in the morning having a beer and pizza and our missus are yelling, where are we? And uh, I remember us looking at this empty big showroom going, this has to work. And I remember saying to the boys, well, we've burnt the boats. There's no choice. We will be successful. And Again, very blessed to be a part of something quite unique. We built something very, very special um, that became very iconic. And um, but you know, as I said, you know, things change and 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 things move and evolve in different ways. And, and I felt maybe I couldn't give back anymore after nine years. And 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 it was just time to do something for myself. And while I was trying to work stuff out, you know what I mean. I went and ran Koenigsegg for a year and a half. Uh, which happened to be out of Shrekos, funny enough. So the wheels yeah, go back Lorbeck, and grade yeah. where it was, yeah. back at Lorbeck. Back to the start. Yeah, back to the start. And then um, I just sort of parked myself there for a little while. COVID had kicked in, so it wasn't good timing. I was going to do my own thing, but timing wasn't right. And uh, again, had the blessing support of so many beautiful clients from around Australia and overseas that, you know, you need to do your own thing. And we're here now. Yep. So, yeah. So that's pretty much yeah. a little bit of a brief journey of... of, of, of my background, I mean, there's a lot more stuff to it, but this gives some people who don't know me or have not dealt with me or just a bit of a background of where I have and where I've been. And, yeah, I've got enough runs on the board. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit of a career. So for those of you who don't know or <coughs> who don't know who we are or what YTG is, YTG is Sean's uh, dealership in Keysborough, Melbourne. My shed in Keysborough. The little shed. The little My shed little in shed Keysborough. In Keysborough. Yeah. yeah. So you can probably see behind us if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Spotify, sorry, there's there's some classic cars behind us. Um, we sell everything class, classic, modern, and our favorite term, young timers. Young timers. Um, which All the is cool that, that early 2000s, 1990s. You know, 70s, 80s, and 90s. The golden era yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of, of automotive yeah. manufacturing. The stuff um, that I grew up with, I mean, we didn't come from money. Um, and, and I remember going to the car shows at high school with my dad and... Uh, you know, going to the Mercedes-Benz stands when they had the SLs and all that, they were new back then. And, you know, I'll never forget looking at these cars and, you know, we couldn't afford them and they were four times the price of our house. And yeah. I remember sitting in them and, like, there was just, it really burnt a hole in my head how amazing these cars were. Dad had a Valiant until we were 15. So for me, it was like, yeah, it was pretty special. And, and though the cars that have sort of influenced me, and you can see here, you know, the, all the, you know, the 70s, we've got Testarossas and 308s and 328s and 930 turbos and 
SL500s and SL600s and, you know, air-cooled Porsches and the stuff that we grew up with that we could never afford when we were younger yeah. and, 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 and they're the things that have influenced me. And, and one of the, probably one of the most influential car reviewers for me is Chris Harris and I love Chris Harris love and I just Harris. I love how he's raw and real pretty much how we are and how we are we're, 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 we're salt of the earth there's no bullshit with us and and we call it as we see it and that's what Chris is about and and he's you know with similar ages and 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 all the cars that influenced him the 70s 80s and 90s there was a massive car auction going off some some Russian billionaire was selling all these cars and RMs couldn't work out what they would call it. Is it old timers? Is it not? Is it this, that? And they came up with the coin young timers. And I remember a couple of years ago when I looked, I went, I like that. That's really yeah. cool. So I registered the company a couple of years ago. Oh, you hadn't registered that, that far back? Pretty much like when I was name. pretty much at, when I was running Koenigsegg, because I knew yeah, that was right. only going to be a short-term gig. <laughs> yep. um, and, and, and for me, I was like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. I had enough support from clients you know, encouraging me to do it. Um, and I'm not a name up in lights. It's not, I'm not going to call something Baker Prestige or Baker Luxury. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that type of guy. So for me, you know, I've always been known as a bit of a submarine. I, under the radar, do my thing. Mm -hmm. This is a perfect testament to that. And Young Timers reflects the cars that we carry. Yeah. That's how I came up with yeah, the name. No, epic, epic. Um, now, you probably don't care who I am, um, but no, I, am, no. I am Sean's photographer. No, officially. you're not. Nico, Nico, <laughs> I'm very blessed to know Nico. Like most of you might know Mikey from North Borders. Mikey, legend. Mikey worked for me when I was running Duttons. And like anything, when you have amazing young talent, the biggest dickhead you can be is micromanaging and, <laughs> and, and telling them what to do when you really don't fucking know what to do or you think you might know. But when you've got gifted guys like this with you, you allow them the freedom and creativity to help your brand grow give them the guidelines and and really i'm 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 grateful for nico uh for what he's done uh, we have for a lot the of brand fun. We, we have, have a, a lot, lot of fun, fun. yeah um really as i say and the people that have worked for me or work with me they know i have an expression i'll give you the keys put it on fucking pole yeah i don't mind if you rub the wall don't fucking put it in the wall but <laughs> push the boundaries um i have a saying i like to make it hectic uh, i like to be disruptive and and i'm grateful that nico and liam and now and now Tristan, and now we've got you know uh, uh, the boys that are working with us, and 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 they don't work for us; they work with us, um, and and they have some amazing ideas. And so, really, they they've been the driving force in terms of our social and putting it out there. And as you can see, the way we do things is very very different, and that's down to their creativity. So, no, he's no one; he's he's a big part of our team. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, all right, so now we're going to quickly smash through this. That was the first on a full page list that I was expecting to be like three minutes. <laughs> We've okay. gone for like 12. So no, that's awesome. That's great. It means this is not going to be too short, which is epic. Right. So I want to quickly mention that YTG isn't just a dealership. No. Um, we also offer storage. Um, we've got our own transport truck, private yeah. closed transport truck. Yeah. So I think... The idea is to be the entire process, right? You don't just buy yeah. a car from no. us, but you can have the car well, delivered from us. We can store the car for you. It's the entire... Yeah. Look, no one... As you can see from the inventory that I carry, we carry, and if you look at the diversity, again, having doing this good or bad a long time, I know what the clients want. Yeah. And I know that for me, I guess, because I keep saying we're dandy boys, the reason why I say that is we don't, get up to see how much we can gouge a client for. Yeah. We don't work that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we offer a lot of value 
and it's quite amazing that most of the big joints that I run still don't do this. They'll probably do it now and they'll copy me now. But in saying that, I don't deal in nine to five people. I, I, I sold our centre here at one o'clock in the morning because the guy that bought it, his lifestyle was conducive to not normality. So he said, if you can meet me at one o'clock in the morning and you're serious, we'll do yeah. business. If you're serious, I'll meet you there. Yeah, yeah, I met him at one o'clock in the morning and we did a deal. That was a $2 million deal. Yeah. So in saying that, we've built something that's works around the people and we're not open to the public. You cannot get any unless you know me, done business with me, direct inquiry, referral. And we like it that way. It's very loungy. So what are the pitfalls that I've found in the past? Well, when someone's you know, average car is about $400,000, when someone buys a heavy car, the first question is, when do I get it? Well, I've got a little shed in Keysborough and I've got a luxury enclosed truck. So if you buy a car from me today, it'll be in Sydney tonight or yeah. Adelaide tomorrow yeah. or tonight. Uh, no one offers that. Yeah. Um, you know, we have car storage here. I'm not here to compete with other storage places. This no. is added value. Correct. So, Nico, yeah. you buy a car from me, you live in town, you don't have space, your wife is breaking your nuts about leaving the car in, outside, <laughs> or whatever the case may be, or your husband's breaking your nuts about leaving your car, whatever. I don't give a shit. What it is is, well, that's what we're here for. Well, our truck will pick up your car, leave it in storage. Mm -hmm. One month, two weeks, one day, whatever works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. business to add value. We have we have the great network of people. We we do things very differently because we want to adapt it to the lifestyle of our clients. Yeah, and that's what yeah. we're about. We're actually tailored around you. Yeah. Um, and and those added value things cost me money. Comes out of profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't care as long as my clients are happy and Correct. that's what it is. Yeah. And hence, that's why yeah. we've had clients yeah. 20 plus years. Yeah, I think that there's a great segue into the, oh, our, our term, passion driven. Very much so. Right, which is what the business is all about. Um, and I think <coughs> that, for me, that's what set y, sets YCG apart. The fact that you know, everything else is, is business and, and drama and money and everything else. Whereas this for you, it's a passion project. Look, I mean, yeah, of course, we need to make money. I mean, there's no salvation. Oh, for sure, here. for sure, but for sure. But in saying that, having been privileged to run some of the biggest joints in the country by some of the most ruthless, hardest, that's on Bulletproof, mate. You know, Rick and Robert DeMillion were machines. Neville Crichton's a machine. Um, Gavin and George were very interesting. Uh, Shreko, <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Interesting, interesting. Um, but in saying that, they have their way, and it's great. They've all achieved amazing things, and again, as I said, I'm being blessed to be a part of it. But I've done it my way mm -hmm. and my spin, mm -hmm. and 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 I don't want to have big giant Taj Mahals and that sort of stuff. It's this is not that, um, as I said. But this works for my clients, so that's why we wanted to create something very different. Yep, yep, epic, epic. All right, now we've got to ask you this question. I had to ask you this question because <laughs> just I know Fuck. it's going to set you what? off. Well, Sean Baker, what do you think about electric cars? Oh, fuck, don't even start me. <laughs> don't even start me. Well, well, yeah, it'll probably just add to my hate. Um, yeah, look, the, the, the greenies really love me. Um, uh, I hate electric cars. Uh, I despise them. I think it's a big fallacy and a joke that a lot of people are bought into, which is yep. a joke. Um, if people really stopped and listened and actually looked at the facts on electric cars, they wouldn't be buying them. Yeah. So it's just bullshit. It is like LCT, it's bullshit. Um, it's government driven. It for is no totally benefit, government driven. But and no I don't benefit. Understand that. And I'm on the record. 
I think it's a fucking joke. Electric cars are a disgrace. They cause more damage to the environment. People want to feel good at night that they, oh, we're saving yeah, the environment. Yeah. Uh, have a look at 10 years' time when you need to get rid of these cars, let alone God knows what about the child slavery in, yeah. in terms of the nickel mines and yeah. things like that. Ooh, people don't want to say that, but no. I don't care. Yeah. It's the truth. So the sad thing is, is I'm against it. There's a lot of people against it. It's not practical. What people don't realise is if every normal street, one street in a suburb with the average of two cars per household and an average street of 40 houses will collapse the grid. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay? And there's not enough extension cords in the world to drive from here to Sydney. (laughs) So in saying that, I don't believe in it. They are banned from my anything to do with YTG. Oh, what about LaFerraris and 918s? I think you're a bit of a joke anyways. But in saying that, no. Everything here is petrol driven. I own all V8s. I love V8s and I love the smell of petrol. I love the smell of realness and my business will never change and you will never get an electric car from me. If you want to go to Harvey Norman, they've got plenty of fridges there. Oh, so that's my that's it. my thing on electric cars. It. Yep, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So that is quite a complicated topic. So I have got an episode planned in the future where we will kind of dive into that a bit more. Really? Um, yeah, no, because it's worth talking about. It is so on topic, really? and I all I kind of want to have a go at them with you. Like I just want to sit down and list all the reasons why we hate electric cars. Fuck, we'll be here all day. <laughs> we will be here all day. All right. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So now we do need to quickly talk about episode two. We're going to have our first guest. Yes. Um, and so we do need to have a quick chat about Benzina Magazine. Yep. Awesome. And our partnership with Jack yep. Quinn. We're going to go into this detail sure, episode sure. two, but just yeah, quickly. That deserves to do be Do you want to run own. us through? Yeah. Well, um, I was very blessed once I opened up my own little place. Uh, Benzina World and YTG World collide, not collide, but came together. And yep. I was grateful Jack came to us and had a chat about wanting to do some really cool stuff and I'm very protective of my brand. It's not for everyone and I like that. Um, and 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 Benzina is a very beautiful boutique magazine. Jack comes with a lot of a lot of accolades and a, a, a lot of runs on the board. Um, he you know he's 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 already had a very successful magazine. Um, and now with Benzina to me it's 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 something that Australia needed and it it's perfect for our brand. It's very niche. Our clients are very similar. Uh, there's a lot of worlds colliding there, and and I I've really embraced it, and and I I I've I've really really enjoyed the collaboration with 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 Benzina and YTG. It's it's growing. We've got some amazing events we've had. Yeah. And uh, it's only going to get better. Um, yeah. Well, and and from that. You know, it's, I've had a lot of other magazines and people have come to us and, and seen what we've done and, and I've just said no because it doesn't work for the brand. Yeah, it's just the best fit. It's honestly, yeah. we're blessed. I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful Jack came to us and it's been a fantastic partnership that I've, I'm really looking forward to nurturing in the future. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I've had a lot of fun with the stuff we've been done with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've done cars and coffees. We've done rallies. Our last um, cars and coffee was epic. There was about oh. 800 people here and... Line you know, streets, we, 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 like... we, we just couldn't believe it. It was just yeah, bonkers. out of control. Bonkers. We had like, we have the cafe that's in our In our, in our precinct. Block, and we had, I think, three coffee vans. And they all struggled. All struggled. And and we had everything from, I don't even know. Thankfully, there was no electric cars here. Um, I did see one. There was one, one, but, but we, we kicked him out. The back, yeah. yeah, we kicked him out. No, we kicked him out. <laughs> did you actually? I kicked him out. He wasn't deserving to be here. Oh, so, God. No, electric cars are welcome. Can't tell you any more than that, mate. 
go to Harvey Norman's and hang out at the car park. So oh, no, all it. fuel cars here. So yeah, no, but it was great. It was fantastic. It was a great diversity. We had such a beautiful fellowship of car lovers. There was, I, I, if you look at the social media, you will be so blown away at the diversity of cars and the diversity of people. And that's what we're about. There's no elitist here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we, 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 we had everything from the only F1 McLaren in Australia, um, which we were so blessed to have here. Um, due to our beautiful association with Jack and, and Barry, we were very privileged to have that car here. Um, and we had the pinnacle in Australia to absolute diversity from rotaries to streetcars to a normal XD Falcon that was fully restored that deserved to be here. So that's what we're about, and that's what our car shows have been. And, and, and when you're getting people ringing up and asking us when's the next one. So many people <coughs> asking. <coughs> Excuse me, it's been, yeah, it was yeah. great. No, next year's going to be big. It's going to be epic, Next year's yeah. going to be big. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I also wanted to uh, wanted to mention cars and caviar, yeah. which we had recently, because I think that's great, uh, great thing that we didn't kind of shows our values, yeah, and what we're about. Um, yeah. So yeah, we held we held a, a charity night, um, and that was fantastic. We had yeah. one hundred and fifty people. Yeah, yeah, it was about just yeah, it was just shy of two hundred people. Two hundred people. Yeah, um, we had uh, we had uh, two major companies, House and Land Co. and Commonwealth Bank, uh, come to us about doing an event. Um, they have these event corporate events and they chose our premises, which was great. Um, and, uh, you know, we said, as long as we can support our charities, which is racing with autism and kick for life, yep. um, which we're very, very close and very passionate about their, uh, grassroots charities. And, uh, we've been very big supporters of them. Uh, racing with autism is fantastic. It was founded by an amazing, amazing young woman, uh, Jessica. And, uh, she, she, she's, uh, single-handedly uh, supports children on the spectrum and tries to get them into motorsport or in some form of motorsport capacity. And, um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And, and to us, it's very close. So we've been big supporters of that. Uh, the Kick for Life is another one which we're very close to and that really supports underprivileged children um, from, you know, from, 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 from pretty shit circumstances. And, 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 and we try to support them in any shape or manner, whether it be fees, and, and we get them, encourage them into uh, soccer, hence Kick for Life, and, uh, you know, we support them with the, the, the uniforms, things like that. So, you know, where we can, and again, it's very grassroots, and, and, and Ashley, who founded that, is an amazing woman. So, uh, they're the charities that we really push and give back. Um, that's really a, a driving force. Yes, of course, you know, we, you know, we're a business, we need to be successful, but the more success that I can have, um, I can help them, and that's really what it's about. I don't want to live in Turak, and I don't have a beach house in Sorrento. No, who needs it? No, <laughs> who no. Needs nothing it? wrong with that, but that's not where we're driven. So yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, how are we going for time? We're we going for half an hour. We can go a little bit more. Um, last thing I want to touch on is YTG in New Zealand. Yes. Um, so that's just starting to kick yeah, off. Yeah. So 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 again, a part of the Dutton Dutton Empire that I help help put together uh, with with the directors. Um, we, we, we opened up Dutton Garage in New Zealand and uh, I was a director of that and, and we, you know, we, we were building something pretty special over three years. Again, I was very blessed and privileged to meet some amazing people that I built some beautiful relationships above. And, you know, obviously I finished up with Dutton's and then that, that, that sort of, they, that they closed that up. Um, and I wanted to rekindle those relationships. And, and, and so uh, a couple of the boys that sort of worked for us there, uh, they're now involved in the business, Liam, uh, love you, brother. You're an absolute champion. Um, Liam's very much a part of our family, as you know. Yeah. 
And uh, so we've opened up YTG in NZ. It's in Christchurch. Why Christchurch? As everyone used to always ask us, why not Auckland? Auckland to me is a bit of a shit fight. It's just like Melbourne or Sydney. Um, Christchurch has an amazing car culture. I love, I love New Zealand full stop. It is my second home. And Christchurch is an amazing car culture. We built a great reputation there and we just continued it on. Uh, I've just come back from seven days there and it was re- really amazing to rekindle with everyone. Yep. Great relationships with South Island, North Island, uh, amazing brands, IMS, Gill Traps, Gaisley's, uh, you know, we're looking at maybe doing something with Armstrong's as well uh, with some good contacts that we've got there. Uh, we're in the process also now with Sydney um, that, you know, we, we're, we're, we're finalising Sydney now. Um, we'll just have a little shed in Sydney. I mean, there's a little shed here, but both little shed in really camp. Really little shed. <laughs> a, little, a little shed in, 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 in NZ Christchurch and a little shed in, in Sydney to have a flag there. Um, yeah, yeah. So slowly, slowly. Um, oh, slowly, you know, yeah. slowly. Business has only existed for, what, 18 months, if that? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Moving uh, pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've got the four stars. We've done it long enough. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you know what you're you know, doing. know what we're doing. So, but again, you know, we, we, we're doing it very strategically. You know, I don't have the Dutton checkbook anymore and things like that. So we're doing the best we can with what we have. And, and the main thing is, you know, our clients like it. And, and, and you know, it's good. We're, we're grateful of the support. And um, as I said, I did, you know, almost 12 years in Sydney and, uh, you know, some beautiful relationships in Sydney with some very, very influential people. And, and it's been really warm and well received that we're opening back up there again. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful. Very yep. grateful. No, awesome. Big things ahead. Massive really things ahead. Yeah, things massive ahead. things yeah. ahead. Yeah. New Zealand was always going to be on the cards. Yeah. Sydney was always going to be on the cards. We had to open up the base here and then move from there. And yeah, again, just small little operations. We're not here to take anyone on. We're sticking to our lane as we always do, servicing our clients as we'd like to. Um, and yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Epic. All right. Well, we'll wrap episode one there. Um, so thank you guys. Uh, sorry for no big car stories this episode. We wanted to just be an introduction to who we are, what we do, what the podcast is about. Yep. Um, we'll get into some pretty hectic car stories as we go yeah. along. There's I mean, a lot you've of been stuff. Around a long time. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yep, that 100%. we can talk about. A lot yep. of fun. We're gonna have some amazing clients on. Uh, they're just they're just some great people that just have some amazing cars, amazing stories. Uh, everyone that you'll see all salt of the earth people. I don't get wankers and don't deal with wankers and yep. they, there's plenty of places for them to deal with them. Um, we just want good people that love cars and it doesn't matter if it's a $10 million car or a $10,000 car. They all excite and all make us smile and, and, and this is a podcast that's going to be very different uh, catering for that avenue. Yep, I agree. I agree. No, it's going to be fun. All right, so we'll wrap episode one there. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. For listening. Um, yeah, stick around because it's going to get pretty hectic <laughs> with the people we got on. So awesome. So thank you very much Thanks for listening. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.